Window World is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Simply the best for less at windowskansascity.com. So I wanted to update you on something we've been working on here at the Keatsman House and around this podcast. I hope you'll just indulge me for a moment or two because it's very important to us in the city of Lenexa, but it's a wonderful lesson for everyone listening about what's really going on there. Uh, we've been knocking on a bunch of houses this week, doors in our neighborhood, and you knew that I was going to do this. And I wanted to tell you what this experience has been like. And then in a couple of minutes, I'm going to repost the interview with Joe Carlin, who's running for mayor in Lenexa, because a lot of the doors that we knocked on, we told people, hey, there's this podcast. You want to hear what Joe is about? You know, don't worry about what it is that I say. All right. What I have to say about, you know, crazy Julie, who he's running against. It's not that he, he's not saying that. Let's have the interview. Go listen to Joe. And hear what he's about, because when I meet people, I tell them, look, part of the issue here is you should be afraid of who might win if Joe doesn't. And we know that there's a lot of that in politics. And we have a couple people in this. We're really at the epicenter of a very interesting local election right where I live. Our council ward and our mayor want to completely change the city of Lenexa. All right. They want to change it from what's been a, a basically a moderate Republican stance for many, many years, nonpartisan nothing in your face, just do the right things, take care of the budget, make common sense decisions, back your police force, create safe neighborhoods, make sure people, do, their property value goes up and their taxes remain low, all of those things. You know what this is all about, all right? There's been nothing extreme here in Lenexa. That's why Lenexa is so great. We have a mayoral candidate and a council candidate in my ward that will flip the entire thing and they are not so moderate. And they're not really nonpartisan. You can look into what they're about and what they do and check out their Facebook pages and all those things. And you will learn there is no moderation to Julie or Jermaine who are running for mayor and council. Now, these are my opinions. We'll talk to Joe Carlin about what he's about. He's, he certainly doesn't say the things or speak for me and I don't speak for him. But as we've knocked on doors, I see these folks and I say, if you want to listen to the podcast, go listen to it. And we've heard from some people that have had a hard time finding it. It's about seven podcasts ago. So if you go to my site, Joe Carlin isn't even in the headline. All right? So I, 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 I didn't have him in the headline. It's hard to find. So the people that were asking to please go listen to Joe Carlin about what he's about, not your humble host, what Joe Carlin is about. Go listen to that because they ask, well, what's Joe Carlin about? I say, here's his flyer. He's an accountant by trade. He's going to take really good care of the budget, Lenexa. He knows where every nickel is. And he's looking out for us. And they look at me and go, okay, whatever. And I want to send them. And I've said, I got a podcast. Go listen to it. Well, I've heard some people say, I don't know which podcast it is. I can't find it. So you'll have to indulge me. I'm going to repost the interview here in just a couple of moments with Joe Carlin so everyone can hear it. For everybody that I've met knocking doors in Lenexa and for anyone living in Lenexa, here's been the craziest experience. I'm going to write about this on the patron post. I have a map with little pins of houses and they let me know where registered Republicans live. And it lets me know where um, people live that are, that are undeclared. There are over on my buddy's street, there's probably, I don't know, 30 houses, maybe 40. And the ones that are blank that have no pin then are registered Democrats. There's two, there's two. Now, not the other 28 are not all Republican, but like 20 of them are. And eight of them are just unaffiliated, which is code for Republican, but you're afraid to say it. The most common thing I hear at the door when I knock on the door of a registered Republican, they're still afraid to tell me they're a registered Republican. And I tell them I'm a Republican. And they go, well, we've never had Republicans knock on our door before. We've only had Democrats knock on the door. And people don't want to be confrontational. 
because Democrats knock on doors and they do all these things. And that's how they win elections. And these are elections where you go to the poll and it doesn't say Democrat or Republican. It's insane. Our system is crazy. We've lost our minds on this stuff. But my cities have, take, have about a four-year car wreck here if we're not careful. We better figure this out. So as I meet these people, I want them to hear what Joe Carlin is about. He's not going to say anything bad about her. She's not out there saying anything bad about him. They're playing nice because that's the rules. But then we get flyers in the mail where they say, oh, you're not supposed to have endorsements. Mike Bame's been the mayor here forever. He's not going to endorse anybody because he plays by the rules. And he's been a great mayor. But come on, Mike, we need, Carla needs your endorsement. Let's go. You know who you want to be mayor and what's best for Lenexa. Speak up, man. Endorse Joe Carlin. Oh, no. The Johnson County Board of Trustees. Um, the, the mayor of whatever this Mike Kelly guy is that's running the Johnson County deal. This guy's crazy. I mean, he's lost his freaking mind. Is he the, he's the guy from Fairway? He's sending flyers everywhere that he endorses the, the liberal lady. And all the people in Topeka and all these other people. Here's all your liberals, all your Democrats, all your pro-abortion people. And it comes right in the mail and says, we support Julie. Well, what is that? We thought this thing was nonpartisan, but it's not. I have the utmost respect for Joe Carlin, but he's not playing that game. He came on this podcast, which is awesome, but I think probably half the stuff I say he probably doesn't agree with or believe in, and I'm cool with that because I know by far, in a binary choice, he's the best candidate. That's a simple deal, but I want everybody who we've knocked doors or people in the next to hear Joe Carlin in his own words. So I'm putting this in the first position Friday's podcast has been up for several hours. So I'm going to put this one at the top. It's going to be up all weekend long. So every door I knock this weekend and everybody I tell to go listen, when they go, it's the first thing they hear. I know for many of you, you don't give two cents about Lenexa. I get it. I get it. I haven't asked for much personally out of this podcast. Um, I, I just haven't. We've done some charity things here that have been personal to me and important. But I'm not, I don't stand on a soapbox and woe is me and help me and do this. I, I, I'm not, I just never want to be that guy. I want to help myself. But I'm really worried about my community right now. I'm very concerned about this election. This is different. I didn't even vote in the off-year election two years ago. I looked myself up. I didn't vote. I was like, Jessica, we vote off-year? No, because Mike Bain was running unopposed. He was still going to be mayor. Okay, I'm good with that. He's been great for 20 years. He doesn't need my vote. He's running unopposed. That's why, but not now. Not now. And by the way, anyone that's a Democrat that says they're nonpartisan is lying. If you're a Democrat and you're running for office, you are far left. That's how it works. Period. There's nothing else. There isn't. The ones that run are way left. And when they can prey on a nonpartisan election, they will. My words, not Joe Carlin's. Joe's a good guy. I'm telling you, he's... he's, he's a lot better guy than I am. I'm just going to endorse him right now with this. He's a lot better man than I am. Okay? Because I, I saw my guy, Jermaine, that's running on the street yesterday, walking his dog. He can't even control his own dog. This guy's a diversity, equity, inclusion uh, correspondent or something with UMKC. He has a consulting business. That that's all they deal in. It's minority hiring, DEI, fairness, equity, all these things. That's his profession. And you're telling me he's running for counsel in my ward as a nonpartisan? No, he's not. He has an agenda. I know what his agenda is. He's walking down the street. He's wearing a Raiders tracksuit. I'm like, are you? I stopped. And I said, I was in my car. I turned back around. I said, are you Jermaine? He says, yeah. 
I said, are you a Las Vegas Raiders season ticket holder? And he about froze. I said, sir? And he paused and he looked at me and he goes, uh, he stumbled around. He goes, well, yes, I am. I said, you're kidding me. Why? He says, well, my family, when we grew up, uh, the Raiders one time came into my dad's restaurant in Kansas City, Missouri or something like that, or his grandparents' restaurant. I said, dude, you're running for office in my Ward 2 in Lenexa, and you're walking your dog in a Las Vegas Raiders tracksuit. Really? He goes, yeah. I said, I don't know much about politics. I want to put that on the shelf for a couple weeks until after the election. And then he says, Kevin, I know who you are. Uh, I said, and he didn't mean that in a threatening way. He's a very nice man. Very, it was a pleasant exchange. Very nice man. But wonderful man. My, I, my engagement with him was wonderful. He's smiling. I'm smiling. We're talking about this stuff. He goes, I used to call on your radio show all the time. No stuff. The dude running for counsel in my ward that I'm going to be voting against, okay? I'm voting for Mark Charlton. The guy I'm voting against who wears a Raiders tracksuit in my neighborhood used to call my show and didn't give his real name. He went by Al Davis Jr. You can't make this up. These are the people on the left in America today. You call a radio show for years. You don't use your name. You come up with a fake name. You're Al Davis Jr. And now you're running for counsel. <laughs> this is just, I can't believe this is happening in my neighborhood. We just moved here two years ago. I, I'm, I should post this map. And I should, first of all, I should post on Twitter. I'll tell you what I'll do. After I, I put this episode up, I'm going to post on Twitter, on X, at uh, KK Has Issues. I'm going to post a picture of the lady and what she wore to the debate running for mayor. And, and I, I, you got to see this stuff. You need to see the little pin. I don't know if I can do it or not. The little pin things in my neighborhood of the registered Republicans versus Democrats. And none of them vote. Nobody votes. It's like, I'm so mad. I, I, I love all of you, man. I love all of you. If you don't vote in your local election, Kansas or Missouri, you got no complaint. You can't complain about what happens. You have to try. I'm telling you, you can hear it in my voice. I'm in desperation mode here. And I only speak for myself. That's all I do. But, and, and folks, if I met you, I know you probably didn't tune in for this part of this. You want to hear Joe Carlin. He's awesome. I mean, he's just, he's truly awesome. These are his words, nothing to do with my words. Um, but we did a nice interview and I thought you'd want to hear what Joe Carlin stands for because he wants to earn your vote. And um, in fairness to both of them, they're both being nice to each other. Julie and Joe aren't saying the things that I will say. Uh, but I, I just, my, I, at my core, I just don't believe there are any more nonpartisan elections. I just don't think they exist. So that's what's got me riled up as much as anything, and I thought you would love to hear in his words, complete fairness for Joe Carlin. He, he, doesn't, he does not endorse my podcast, all right? He, he doesn't. He, he, I, I've met Joe a time or two through the years. We're not pals. I don't think he's ever listened to the podcast. He hasn't told his voters to go listen to Kevin's rants. In fact, I think it's probably embarrassing for him when I do this. Maybe. Uh, but here you go. In total fairness, I just want to play this thing straight up. Here is Joe Carlin. The KK Has Issues conversation is presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. Shop, click, drive at robertsrobinson.com. 
All right, we say hello to Joe Carlin, who has been in Lenox a long time, 30 years. He's lived here. He's been on the council since 2009, and he needs to be our next mayor in Lenexa. Or uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might start going to the city council meetings every week if he's not. Hello, Joe. How are you, sir? Hi, <laughs> uh, very good. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for all the great service to Lenexa over the years. You and your family have been here for decades now, and you've, between the planning commission and city council, you've dedicated a lot of your time, not for a lot of financial gain, <laughs> to making, I will say making Lenexa great, not keeping it great. There's a lot of talk about keeping it great now, but really the last couple of decades, Lenexa has just exploded, and we love this conservative community, and we want to keep it that way. And I thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you. It's just been a an awesome ride. Uh, just just some amazing things that have gone on. It's been, uh, you know, it, it is rocky a little bit for with uh, you know the pandemic before that the Great Recession. But Lenex has always been really good about having the eye on the prize, being patient through that, weathering the storm, and. Uh, the great things that we're doing, I think, are testament to that. It's such a great community, and we've just loved our time here. And one of the reasons I thought it was important for everyone listening, and I've, I've explained this to have you on, is I want people to get involved in whatever way they can, whether it's you have a podcast and you can help your mayor get elected and some council members, or wherever you live, these are the off-year elections. And this audience specifically, you have no excuse to not vote, okay? I don't want to hear that, oh, it's an off-year, I don't care. Get involved, take 30 minutes, get online, find out who your candidates are that you want to vote for. A lot of these are non-denominational is the way I say it. It's not going to tell you whether it's Republican or Democrat, so find out. There's a Johnson County Republican voter guide available online. It's really easy to go find anywhere you want to get online and see it, jocoelection.org. You can find more information. That's specific to Johnson County, but if you live in Missouri, it's the same thing where you live. Find out who your candidates are and go vote and don't be afraid. Why don't Republicans vote in off-year elections? That's a really good question. Um, I wish I knew the answer to it. The The Democrats are really organized locally, nationally. Republicans, I, I think we just uh, maybe are a little empathetic and, you know, we, we feel like we have it under control and don't need to vote. So don't know exactly why, but I do know that this election is going to be decided by who gets their voters out. No, no question about it. And we hear things like, okay, if it's a congressional deal and Sharice Davids is running or something, we see him say, oh, the Democrats are pumping more money into that. And we sort of expect it. But we hear at a local level that money is coming in for Democrats from out of state, out of town, or, or big groups. And these people are funded and they are fanatic about winning elections. They're not good at much else, but they're really good at finding a way to win elections. And you're facing that with your opponent, Julie Sayers, who it won't say when you go vote, it's not going to say Democrat or liberal by her name, right? It's not going to say anything, right? but she's being funded by what, what's the organization that's funding her from out of town? It's called Act Blue. Act Blue. And so, uh, you know, financial, anybody can go out and verify this. This is online, uh, johnscountyelection.org. And uh, you can go to see the different financial reports filed by each of the candidates that's required by the election commission. And in my opponent's case, uh, about a quarter of her dollars came best I can tell from from out of state. And to me, that's really concerning because uh, I have really focused on getting to know Lenexans and, and being here for 30 plus years makes that pretty easy. But I want Lenexans to drive where Lenexa's going, not out of staters with their particular issues and agendas to drive where Lenex is going. And you're a CPA, you're an accountant by trade, and, and you own, own and operated several businesses, as has your wife. So you guys obviously know what you're doing, and you know the 
you know every where every nickel in Lenexa goes. I know that you know that. It's in your head. You also have it on a computer screen. But she's bringing this money in from out of town. Uh, but at least she's out there spending it all in Lenexa, right? <laughs> Uh, again, not so I, much. <laughs> I, I would uh, I would point you to the the same financial <laughs> reports. Well, what does it say? You have to report where you like you spend your campaign money and stuff. Right, right, exactly. So and, theoretically, and, you'd want to spend your money in Lenex if you can, right? Certainly, that that's that's my approach. Every and, and this was driven into my head by my dad back in a small town in, in central central Kansas. You support your local businesses because you want them around. Um, and I did that with my campaign. Every dollar that I could spend in Lenexa, whether it's Revel Cup Coffee or Ronnie's meeting somebody for lunch, buying my signs, that happened in Lenexa. And uh, not the same story for my opponent. She doesn't. Even, she probably doesn't even think about it. I'll bet she doesn't know. Do you think she knows? I don't know. I, it, She's an interior it, decorator. It it's it was disappointing to me. Is probably the word to to see someone who purports to have Lenexa's best interests at heart to not be supporting Lenexa businesses, especially Lenexa small business. It's pretty clear to me what she's doing. She has the little signs all over Lenexa and they just say her first name. It just says Julie. So she's clearly trying to get women to vote for her. You can't even see her last name. It's so small. She doesn't want you to see her last name. They're light blue. They're typical Obama looking things. It, it, it's, it screams to a certain voter um, that I know and recognize and characterize, and I think most of those are female, and I'm in no way knocking female voters. She's just playing to a certain group of people that are fanatic about one or two issues that have very little to do with Lenexa, but they will support someone who's fanatic like them. They're maybe like Taylor Swifties kind of people, <laughs> and I, I think that's what she's doing, isn't she? Well, yeah, and, and my wife says it best. You know, hopefully no one votes for me just because I'm a guy. And right. hopefully nobody votes for her just because she's a woman. Look into our platforms. Look into what's important to us. Look into our experiences and vote on that. I don't even know whether there is whether there's ever been or is an abortion clinic in Lenexa, but my my guess would be with her, from what I can see and gather about what she's been doing, is that's probably her number one issue, and that really doesn't apply to Lenexa mayor. But but people will vote for candidates in that party if they know that they're like that. Now, again, it's not going to say Democrat by her name, right? Right. Yeah. Is, is that kind of what she's all about? Is she, is she uber liberal? You've been working with her on the council. What, what um, is she like? You know, I, I think there, there are very few issues at the city level that are quote unquote political. So um, what about changing the demographic of the vote in Lenexa? Potentially what, what I, what I would direct people to do is, and I say this with any candidate, look who endorses them. Okay. Look at their history. What what issues have they been involved in in the past? And I think that'll answer your question right there. We got a guy, I'm in Ward 2, and Mark Charlton is running, and I've been helping his campaign a little bit, putting some signs up and doing what I can. I'll do the same for you. If you got signs for me, I'll go anywhere. We'll knock on doors and do the whole deal. Awesome. We're going to start doing that week after next, after I get through this wedding this week. But next week, we're going to start doing that. And it drives me crazy because he's going up against a guy named Jermaine Jameson, who the O in his last name is the Obama logo. It's like literally the logo. And I went to this man's website and I'm sure he's a fine man. He's been coached. He's lived here a long time. He's coached a lot of youth basketball and sports. And I've heard a lot of people say he's really a nice man. And I'm sure he is. His campaign website doesn't say what he does for a living. I've never heard of anybody running for anything that it didn't say, here's what I do for a living. He's a, he's a DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion executive for UMKC. 
And he doesn't want anybody in Lenexa to know that. And he's running for my ward city council. This is how dishonest some of this stuff is. Why can't we put Republican or Democrat by people on the ballot every time? Yeah, that, and that's a really good question. Uh, so been on the council, as you mentioned, 14 years. And when I started, it truly was nonpartisan. You know, nobody ever asked what party I was in. That's changed over the last five or six years. And that's typically the second question I get is, yeah. okay, what party are you? And so- um, That'd be my first question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know me now, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and honestly, from people, that typically is the first question. Yeah, you but, um, you know, I, I think if, if there are candidates who are running on an agenda or have an agenda that they are not being forthright with, then maybe the best case is to have an R or D next to your name. So at least then you know, and it's, it's not hidden. It's 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 out there in the open. He, this Jameson clearly is winning the sign battle and he knows all that he's been coaching all these youth sports. So he knows all these parents, all these kids now are voters probably too in Lenox. I think he's got a, I could be wrong, but it seems like maybe he's got a huge advantage just in all the people he knows and everything that's going on. And, and Mark Charlton's a great guy. He got in two days before the deadline because nobody was going to run against this guy. So it was literally just a citizen stepping up saying, I'm going to try to run for city council here. That's an uphill battle that he's got. Yeah. And I don't think people have any idea. I, I almost, I feel like I should be against the law. You should have to declare on a ballot what you are, even for a school board position. If you want to put independent, put independent. Or if you want to put NA, non-affiliated, whatever. But I think you should have to declare something when people go vote. I, I, I don't understand why we've gotten to a place in this country where we want low information voters. They literally make it hard. Do you know how hard it is to find out what Jermaine Jameson does for a living? You got to work. This guy's got a great chance to be my city councilman, and you can't find out what he does for a living because he doesn't want you to know. Interesting. It's I, wrong. I didn't realize that. It's yeah. just flat wrong. It's just dishonest to the core. So I'm anyway. I'm getting I'm, I'm getting <laughs> off topic here, uh, Joe. I'm very sorry about no. that. Um, okay. One of the things that you really stand for is public safety, and this yep. is something that. I think the ultimate compliment to living in Lenexa is just not something we think about very much, which means you're doing a damn good job. And, and Mayor Bame did a great job. Yeah. And our, our police and, and first responders and everyone in Lenexa are just top notch. But you're concerned that we have to always keep our eye on the ball on that? Is that this is a, a really a top priority for you? Yeah, absolutely. T uh, top priority for me is, is public safety. That's our fire. That's our police. That's our EMTs. And as I say, what's good with having a beautiful park if you don't feel safe in that park. What good is having quality streets if you're not sure if the fire department's gonna show up? We have an amazing staff. I am so proud of our public safety officers. Uh, so so I, my next comment in no way, um, you know, speaks to a job they are or are not doing, but I think we need to reemphasize uh, a focus on property crime. So property crime across the region, across the, the nation is up. You know, and you don't have to look too far into the news to see the smash and grabs. We've had those in Lenexa, not on the scale that in L.A. or whatever, but we've had those in Lenexa. Um, last month, four cars on my cul-de-sac got broken into. One was attempted to be stolen. So uh, this stuff is happening. And so what I will do if elected is form a property crime task force. These will be new positions, not going to pull anybody, you know, no positions off the street. These are going to be uh, new officers or uh, if they do come off the existing force, they'll be replaced. But I want to focus on property crime. And I want the word in the criminal element to say, you know what? Don't go to Lenexa. Right. If you go to Lenexa, you're going to get caught. You're going to do jail time. Go somewhere else. 
And I think we can get there. You know, these, these are more than just nuisances. We, we live in a city we should feel safe. We should be able to park our cars in the driveway and not be worried about whether it's going to be there in the morning. Joe, I, I would describe you in sports terms as you're like an offensive or defensive coordinator that's won like three Super Bowls, and now you're <laughs> ready to be the head coach, and your opponent is not. I, I don't know exactly what she is, assistant wide receivers coach or something. She's an interior designer. I'm, I'm not. I'm just giving you the facts. She doesn't really know accounting or understand. I, I, she can't. I listen to the bait. She can't. I appreciate that she can pick out a great sofa for somebody. There are not many people in Lenexa that need a, an interior designer. I mean, this is, this is a thing. I don't even understand how... If everybody in Lenexa knows, if you just saw what she wore to the debate, it would probably turn you off and you'd say, no, this isn't going to happen. I know you can't say this stuff and you're a nicer guy than I am, but I don't know why this doesn't seem serious to me. And, and yet I'm worried. I just don't, I don't trust elections anymore because I know how rabid they are on the other side to rally people somehow. This isn't close. I mean, like if there was a score zero to a hundred ready to be mayor, you're 90 and she's 10. That, I mean, it's honestly, I mean, you know that. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, right? Well, you know, hopefully after 18 years around the, <laughs> on, on city council and uh, well, planning commission. Of, and, 18 years of greatness. Yeah. I mean, Lenex has been great for those 18 yeah. years. Thank you. Right. Yeah, and, and 30 years in the community. You know, I, I measure that in, in, and that's coaching little league teams, um, you know, volunteering at our church, at our kids' school, all those things. All those things, I believe, play into um, what you can provide back to the community. And so, yeah, you know, as my wife and I talk, we talk a lot about experience and community involvement as being really key to that position. Folks, you cannot sit this election out. It's November 7th. Early voting starts almost everywhere uh, well before that. And you can go vote in Johnson County at the Johnson County Election Office. There's other places. If you live in Jackson County, they're having some special elections and things as well. There's elections everywhere on November 7th, and these really matter. You know, we get all wound up with who the president is and things like that. But your mayor and your council matter a lot where you live. And I need everybody in Lenexa to get motivated and do this. Again, cheat sheets at, at Johnson County uh, Republican Voter Guide is online. There's Republican Voter Guides in almost every county in the metro area if you want to go find out who to vote for, because a lot of people are afraid to go vote and say, well, I don't know which one to pick. Don't go in and guess. All right. Find out who the right candidate is and go in there and vote for that candidate. Joe Carlin for mayor in Lenexa is absolutely 100% the way to go. I'd love to hear your thoughts on like, I don't know how much land is left in the next. I've seen what's happened over the last 20 years living here. We're, we're blessed with some great land. It's yeah. hilly. It's treed. There's creeks. There's streams. We have lakes. It's so beautiful. And now this battery plant's coming in DeSoto, which means more people are going to want to live here because it's close. How far does Lenexa go and how much future growth is there? How, how long will it take for Lenexa to be full? Yeah, so Lenexa is right now we have 60,000 residents. By build out, the number could be anywhere from... 100, 110 to 130. Wow. So more than double. More than double. Yeah. There, there's a tremendous amount of land. We are landlocked. So we have Lath on the south, DeSoto on the west, and Shawnee on the north. But if, if you're at city center, there's so much land west of there. Yeah. And so, you know, to me, so around K10 and K7, which is pretty much a major intersection here in Johnson County, certainly in Lenexa. That, I think, is going to be influenced by the, the uh, employees and the vendors and the support staff for the Panasonic plant. So I would see that building up similar to a typical business park. How much of this do you want to be business versus residence? I, mean, what, what, I don't even know what the ratio, right ratio is. I know the corridor, 
along Renner and such has been really great for Lenexa. And there's a lot of tax money comes from these businesses. Yeah. How do you balance between, hey, we want to get businesses or more retail in or things like that versus residents? Yeah. So traditionally, yeah, you're you're exactly right. It's close to a 50-50 break on how much of our ta- property tax revenue comes from businesses as opposed to consumer or to, to citizens. So that's a huge break to you and me in our pocketbook that the businesses that have chosen Lenexa to invest in are helping us do the great things that we do, the parks, the roads, public safety, et cetera. I think going forward, as I look at the undeveloped parts of Lenexa, I don't think it'll be that 50-50. I think it will be predominantly, in my view, it should be predominantly single-family home neighborhoods. Now, what I would like to also see is some attainable housing. And and we talked about this a little bit before we started. Uh, a son and daughter of mine bought houses this year not a chance they could live in Lenexa. They have really good jobs, but Lenexa is is so expensive. Yeah. And, and Johnson County is so expensive. And that, that's just not a Lenexa thing. So what I would, and actually this is something we've started on already. Uh, we started a public-private task force because nobody has the solution. This is going to take the city, the county, builders, developers, banks to come together and say, how can we bring the, the cost of housing down in parts of Lenexa, you know, not all of Lenexa, but I think we can have little nodes where we can bring young families to Lenexa. Uh, I also hear from a ton of seniors that they would love to have a place to move, but right now, There's if they no downsize, options. they pay more for less. So a, a condo, a co-op, those kind of things, I think would be a tremendous asset to Lenexa and would really provide additional solutions on the housing front. I think it's stunning there's no condos in Kansas City. Yeah. Well, you can get them on the plaza, I guess, or maybe downtown. But I, I think it's stunning that this community has no condos. And I, I talked to a lot of friends my age in their mid to late 50s or whatever, and we're starting to think about, okay, what are you going to do when you retire? Where do you want to live? We love being in Arizona. We hopefully will have a grandbaby there at some point soon and be able to go visit and, and do all that. And maybe there's a day where the house is in Arizona and there's a condo in Kansas City to come back for the summers. Right. There's just no options on that kind of thing. I, yeah. I, you know, and I, look, that's a first world problem. I'm talking about two <laughs> properties here. Okay. I don't mean yeah. to be a snob, but you work your whole life for something like that and you want those options. I'm just amazed. It's not unique to Lenexa. There's just no condos in this town. It's very strange. Yeah, it is. I, but I, I think, you know, I've been in finance and accounting, as you mentioned before, I've been in banking. And so, you know, there are some unique ways you can do it. A traditional condo, it's just not made for most of Johnson County. I know. But you can do things like a co-op yeah. or you could form a limited partnership to be the body that builds a condo and owns a condo. And, I mean, it's it's doable. We just need to think outside the box a little bit. And uh, I, I see it happening. I, I, I talk to so many people that that would be a home run for them. Yeah. Well, if I can call my shot, I, I'd like a golf course condo. If we can if we just go ahead and start some sort of a golf course condo complex or something like that, it'd be pretty cool. It's on the list. There Excellent. You All right. You you said during the debate, you talked about, and I thought found this interesting because you're a CPA and you're really smart with numbers and I'm not, okay? I can add up cards at a blackjack table. That's about <laughs> it. So you talked about uh, zero sum or something with, with the with the budget every year. Normally what? A, an increase is built in every year, and you're like, wait a second, no, let's take this item by item every year, and there might be years you actually bring it down. Explain what it is that you would do to be fiscally responsible instead of just adding to it every year. Yeah, so it's called zero-based budgeting, and so most, almost all governments, and and I want to start off, we have an amazing staff. They work their tails off 
to, to bring prices down, to, to bring costs down and taxes down. But zero-based budgeting is something that I don't believe we've tried before. I've done this for in the private sector. I've literally deployed this for, for companies. And so what you do with a zero-based budget is you wipe the slate clean. And you say, as opposed to, well, last year we spent 100000 Is it going to be 10%, 15%? How much are we added? You wipe the slate clean and say, to provide this service, how can we most efficiently do that? And it might be, well, we used to outsource, we'll bring it in-house. Or maybe it's even a service that nobody values. And so you can redeploy those assets elsewhere. So it's just a different way of looking at how you're spending your money. And I think we can we can do that without uh, cutting services at all, maybe just in a minor shape. But my experience with private companies has been 5 to 7% savings the first year, 15 to 20 over wow. three years. So, you know, again, I, we have an amazing staff. I'm not sure we can get there, but I, I think we can make a dent in the taxes. So would that bring taxes down? Absolutely. I mean, yep. you just have no doubt if you started doing it that way. Yep. Exactly, yeah, because that means your expenses come down, so therefore your taxes come down. Wow. I'd just knock on every door and say, Joe's lowering your taxes. Let's go. Let's get in. <laughs> and and you you know all these numbers. This is yeah, this is not I, some pipe dream. You, you can no, do this. No, I've done this, yeah. The council has to agree to it. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's no big trick, right? No, exactly. I, I think... I have not talked to Ola Nixon who says, I'm not paying enough taxes. <laughs> right. That, that just doesn't come out. They, they all say, right. Right. we get some great services here, but lower taxes would be great. So I, I think it'd be hard for anybody to say, no, let's not do this. Exactly. Uh, I, I do want to afford you the opportunity to say a word or two about Mayor Bame and the, the service that he's provided to Lenexa. Was it 28 years? Uh, 20? 20 as mayor, 20 as mayor. and I'm not sure, yeah, 28 or whatever as wow. on city council before. I never that. heard a bad word about him he, by anybody. Mike is an amazing guy. He, he's done so much for Lenexa. Uh, he, he, he came after Joan Bowman, who did an amazing job. She started Vision 2020, which that occurred around the turn of the century and, and really cast a vision for where Lenexa was going. Mike has carried that on. Um, he is... He's just so good, not only for Lenexa, but for the region. He is one of those guys that, that people look to, and those are incredibly big shoes to fill. Uh, and, I, and I just thank him for everything he's done. Is he endorsing you? He is not. He's staying neutral. He's which just going to stay out of it. I, I respect that because he, he wants the citizens of Lenexa to decide, and I very much respect that. You're close with him, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me make sure I got this right. Joe, Lenexa Ward 1, Bethany Griffith. Correct. Ward 2, Mark Charlton. Correct. Dan Rowe in Ward 3. Yep. And Michael Elliott in Ward 4. You got it. And so that works. There's the four. These are available online as well. Joe Carlin needs to be your next mayor of Lenexa. It's Joe Carlin for LenexaMayor.org. You got it. Correct. And Carlin was with a K. K. Yep. Yeah. JK, just like my wife. JK. Oh, there you go. JK. Joe Carlin for mayor with a K. If you live in Lenexa, folks, I implore you, if you love this podcast and you've listened, you've got to vote, number one. I've tried to tell all my friends, find five people that are dormant. We know who our friends are, and they all say, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. It's not president. Get them to vote. Pick them up. Take them with you. Get, find five people to go vote, and, and we can just crush it everywhere. I, it really, Couldn't it's agree just, more. It's, it's just something so simple. The people that listen to this podcast, you folks got to be active no matter where you live. Go find some people and take them to the polls and vote with you. It's really that simple. It couldn't agree more, Kevin, because this is something, this impacts your neighborhood, your city, versus, and not to discount the federal and state stuff, but, I mean, this is talking about your city, your neighborhood, your your friends. It's critically important that we 
get the vote out on November 7th. Joe, again, thank you so much for all you've done for Lenexa through the decades. This isn't a close decision at all. We wish you just the very best, and I'll do everything I can in the next few weeks to get you elected November 7th. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin. Appreciate it. He's Joe Carlin for mayor of Lenexa, and we'd love to have, if you're a Lenexa listener, love to have your vote. Get out and vote for Joe Carlin and Mark Charlton. Joe Carlin and Mark Charlton, if you're in Ward 2. Uh, we gave the other names a little bit earlier. Again, there's a total cheat sheet for Johnson County Republicans, and likely wherever you live, you can log on to your Republican Party from your county or your city or your state and find out who to vote for in this off-year election. Your vote matters incrementally. It, it matters much more in one of these elections where the turnout is lower than it does when the turnout is higher. A lot of people think my vote's not worth much. Well, a lot of these council members will win with like 500 votes you can get on the council. And it matters. It matters big time. Your vote matters more right now than it does in a regular presidential election. So we appreciate that. We also thank our friends for sponsoring the podcast, The Finch Knife Company, online at finchknifeco.com. Keep life from getting dull with a Finch pocket knife available at Shields in Overland Park, the Bullet Hole in Mission, and Teague Tractor in Belton. Easiest way to see every single collection of Finch knives is to log on to finchknifeco.com. Advantage Termite and Pest Control. It was great to have Joe over here today to my home. Never had to worry about him down. We're on the lower level, like the basement man cave is where my studio is. I don't have to worry about any creepy crawlers or bugs running around, embarrassing me or anything like that. Advantage Termite and Pest Control takes care of everything right here at the Keatsman House, and they have for almost 25 years now. AdvantageTPC.com. For all your termite and pest control needs, they also do lawn care. If you're looking for that next year and want to get signed up for that, they'll do it all with one regular uh, quarterly payment. If you want to set it up that way with your pest control, your lawn, and everything, AdvantageTPC.com, 913-768-8989. And Window World, the first sponsor of KKHI. John Gillette and his team would love the opportunity to come to your house for a free analysis and estimate, whether it's one window, a sliding door, a storm door that goes out to your deck, or a whole house of windows. Window World can handle it for you with American-made products that feature lifetime warranties and 0% financing. Simply the best for less, Window World is the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs, 816-799-0820. They're online at windowskansascity.com. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Woo-hoo!